In today's show, we're looking at players who have recently been overperforming Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore B-Ball and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. I know that some of your leagues or most of your leagues or a majority of your leagues have had their trade deadline pass. That's not for everybody. But this is also a way, so it's going to be players to sell high, but also players that are overperforming, players whose production you can expect to drop off, which is good when you're trying to assess your matchup for the coming week, what moves you need to make, where you might need to make adjustments because you can't rely on the current production of the guys on your team. So let's talk about those blokes right now and start in category leagues. Drew Holiday, this one should be pretty obvious, but this dude is on fire. The third-ranked player over the last two weeks, the eighth-ranked player over the last month. Why? Why is he doing this? Well, He's doing it because he's good, but how is he maintaining this level? Over the last seven games, he is shooting 46% from three. In fact, over the last month, he's shooting 46% from three. He's hitting 60% of his twos. He's getting 1.8 steals, and he's hitting 91% of his free throws. Now, Drew Holiday in the past has been a pretty good shooter, but he was a guy that shot 71 from the line last year. 77 the year before that, 79 the year before that, 71 the year before that, and now over his last 13 games, he's hitting 91%. I call bullshit. There's going to be a drop-off of some description there. Also, he has never had a season where he's finished as a 50% shooter from the field. The best he's ever had was 49.4. He's currently going at 51 this season, but he's also at 58 over the last seven games, which includes 46 from three. He's never had a season where he shot over 39% from three. He's at 39.5 currently, but 46, as I said, over the last month. So while the and the usage has also spiked, he's at 22 usage for the season, 27 over the last week, or so over the last two weeks. And some of that's with Giannis out, some of that's with Giannis there. We are just seeing big spikes in usage, which unbelievably is paired with a big spike in efficiency. He's maintaining huge um, steal numbers. Weirdly enough, his block numbers are way down. He's always been a much better shot blocker than he is. So could it be better? Maybe. I've also seen his assists go up 6.6 over the last seven games. And he's hitting a ton of threes. Everything has been awesome for Drew. I love Drew as a player. I just think there is a fair chunk of unsustainability, especially in those shooting percentages and maybe even in that usage. But he is putting up, and he's also playing a lot more minutes as well. So putting up some really big numbers at the moment, Drew Holiday. Let's go on to the next guy, and that is uh, the big kerner, Clint Capella who without John Collins, and I think that's a large portion of this, is playing really well. He's under 30 minutes a night per game this season, but without Collins, he's up to 32 a night. 18 and 14 over the last two weeks to be the 10th ranked player. He's blocking 2.6 shots per game, up from the 2.3 over the course of the season. The big difference in what he's doing is instead of being a 59 field goal guy, He's at 66. Now, he can be like a 62 or 63 field goal guy. There's no problem with that. That's something that he can do. But impressively, 
71 from the line, and Capella's at 59 this season. And that's that's really the big difference. The blocks are steady. The rebounds are steady. The points are slightly up. He hits no threes. He gets no assists. He doesn't get steals. But his field goal percentage is up that little bit, and his free throw percentage has gone from a huge negative to being a, a pretty solid number. 77% over his last four games, Capella. Now, I don't know whether that's going to continue. In fact, I'd probably doubt it. He's never been a 70% guy. Shit, he's never been uh, anything higher than 64%. So there is some you know, fear, I guess, that that does drop off. And maybe when Collins returns, the 32, 33 minutes a night comes back to 29 to 30 minutes a night. So there is going to be some drop off. I still think that a top 40 type of rest of season is a possibility here for Clint, though. His teammate also dominating at the moment, Bogdan Bogdanovic, the 24th ranked player over the last two weeks. We worried a little bit, or I worried a little bit, you may not have, about where Bogdanovic's minutes would slide. We, I'll say we again, me, I thought that he is a better player than Cameron Reddish, the better player than DeAndre Hunter, a better player than Chris Dunn, a better player than Kevin Herter. But earlier in the season, that's not how the minutes shook out. And then he got injured, and then he came back and he had some stinkers. But now they've inserted him into the starting lineup. They are playing him a shit ton of minutes. It helps that Reddish, Dunn, and Hunter are all out. But we're seeing the fully realized version of Bogdan Bogdanovich. Now, there is going to be a drop-off because he is hitting 54% of his threes over his last eight games. So that has coincided with an increase in minutes. So you can look at it and go, well, he's just playing more minutes now. So he's a starter, so it's going to continue. Well, it's not quite the same. He's not a 54% three-point shooter. He's also been able to put his free throws up to 91% this season, which has never been something he's been able... He's been a good free throw shooter, but that's the difference. And I think I mentioned this yesterday, is when you go from 84, which is really good, but pushing to 90, 91, it's at a completely different level. And while you still... Oh, he's still going to be good at 84. That's true. But the massive impact that you have on um, a fantasy league with the difference... Well, 91 versus 84 is pretty significant. Now, he's doing it on less than one attempt per game. So it's not that big of an influence, but it still is an influence. But the thing I'm looking for more here with Bogdanovich is the fact that he's hitting 54% of his threes on over six attempts per game over the last eight games with 32 minutes. The 32 minutes, sure. They'll just minimize Herder. I don't think they'll play Reddish as much. Dunn may not even play. That's all fine. But that level of shooting from Bogdanovich, I don't think there's really any, any chance of that continuing. Let's go to Minnesota now. Talk about Goose. Anthony Edwards is the 17th ranked player over the last week. He's 41st over the last two weeks. How is he doing that? Well, this is a guy who for the season is shooting 39.5% from the field and 79 from the line, including 31% from three. All in all, shithouse numbers. 49 true shooting. I don't expect him to be that bad as we continue on. I think he'll be better than that. But over the last four games, he is hitting 56% of his twos and 37% of his threes for a field goal of 49, and he's up to 89% from the line. It also helps that he's getting 1.8 steals per game and almost four assists per game during that time. One of those games, his last game, Wiz was alongside D'Angelo Russell, and he did see his usage fall off a bit. He'd been consistently around the 30 mark. He went down to 26, but encouragingly, he played 38 minutes, and it helps that Malik Beasley's out, of course, and he still had five assists, and he has had a steal in every game going back to the 23rd of February. That is really impressive, and multi-steal games in there as well. He's blocking shots, and he is improving in his efficiency. Although the last two games, not particularly good, where he shot 15 of 38. That's really the worry there with Edwards, 
is that field goal percentage because that takes him from being that top 20 guy over the last week to being maybe the 60th best player or the 70th best player. And we have to wonder, will he be able to maintain 85 from the line, which he has over the last eight games? Or does he go back to 79 from the line, whereas he turns from a big positive in free throw percentage to a marginal negative? It's a big difference. Does his field goal percentage go from, you know, back from 49, 48%, which is completely neutral, down to one of the worst marks in the league on high volume at 39%. So there is some some risk here in, in Edwards. The minutes will be fine. He'll still get some touches. Maybe the assist opportunities aren't quite there with Russell back, but it's some of these shooting numbers, some of these shooting numbers that I'm a little bit worried about. What I'm not worried about is rockauto.com because that is the place that when you are looking for parts for your car, you don't want to go into your local chain store and have to haggle with the bloke behind the counter who's got... I don't even know what he's got, you know, grease all under his fingernails and he doesn't know how to work his computer. And uh, sorry if any of you work in a big chain auto store. I'm not describing you, obviously. But rockauto.com, it saves you the hassle and it saves you the money because when you go into one of those stores, they have different price tiers for the do-it-yourselfers versus the pros. Who wants that? You want to pay the same low price all the time. So rockauto.com, they have your back. It is the same price for professionals and for do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Rockauto.com is a family business and they've been serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com right now to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. And when you go there and see those parts that are available for your car or truck, write locked on in there, how did you hear about us box so that they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Let's talk about Farton Will Barton who is the 37th ranked player over the last week. His numbers have been wildly fluctuating. 92nd over the last month, 137th over the last two weeks, 37th over the last week. He's 132nd for the course of the season. What does it fluctuate with? Shooting percentages. It is really straightforward. Over the last three games, he's hitting 50% from three and 56 from two. Over the last seven games, he's hitting 36 from three and 41 from two. And that's it, because we know the percentages influence so many categories. Three-pointers made, points, and field goal percentage all get influenced by your three-point shooting and, to a lesser extent, your two-point shooting. And with his numbers going all over the shop, um, that has caused a big spike in Barton's value. I believe he's a must-roster player, but I do not believe he's a top 100 or a top 80 player, and I definitely don't believe he's a top 50 player. Now, some people might believe he is because he has had some top 55 seasons in the past, but that is on some pretty unsustainable shooting, and I do expect that to drop off from Barton. His role is going to be pretty secure, 33, 34 minutes a night. Maybe he gets 12 to 14 points per game with three assists and five boards, but you're getting that field goal percentage from 42, 43 to 49, 50, 54, where it is over the last three games, is what is really spiking his value up. Let's now look at some points leagues, guys. Um, we'll start with Lonzo Ball, who is the fourth-ranked points league player over the last week. He's only played the two games, but he's averaging 51 points in those games. 19, 6, and 10 with three steals and a block. Because why? Well, in one of those games, Zion Williamson and Brandon Ingram were out, and in the second game, Brandon Ingram was out. Zion did play, and Lonzo still put up a really big performance, 53 fantasy points alongside, Lon uh, alongside Zion. But Ingram returning is going to have an impact on him. There's no doubt about that because Ingram loves the ball in his hands. So it does impact on Zion's um, assist numbers. It impacts on his usage. It impacts on his scoring. And he's also just shooting well at the moment also. Now, 
Lonzo's averaging 32 fantasy points per game this season. And he's up to 35 over the last two months. And some of, most of that isn't to do with Ingram or uh, Zion injuries. But the current level of form, the 51 fantasy points, that is going to drop off. And you know, I think we look at him more as a 33 to 35 fantasy point guy rather than a 38 or, or 36 point guy, which he has been over the last couple of weeks. We spoke about Drew Holiday already in the category league section, but let's just knock it out now. He's averaging 50 fantasy points over the last week. The shooting is just unsustainable, as we've mentioned already. He's more of a 36 to 37 fantasy point per game player. Mike Conley also having a nice little spike in his numbers, averaging 41 points over his last three games. We're still going to have the issue with Conley with sitting out back-to-backs, unfortunately. It, it appears. I, I don't know that for sure, but that's how it appears. But those 41 fantasy points are way up on the 32 that he's averaging this season. One of that was because Donovan Mitchell really struggled in that one game, and Conley stepped it up. He averaged 22 points, 6 assists, and 2 steals in that time. The 2 steals is going to come down. The 22 points are going to come down. He's going to be good. There's no doubt about that. But will he be 35 to 40 fantasy points, or is he 32 to 33 fantasy points? And I think the answer probably lies more in that 32 to 33-point realm. Let's look at Kyle Anderson, who is really playing again at a high level. 36 fantasy points over the last four games, and that's the 40th ranked guy. And in a a big chunk of those games, there's been no Justice Winslow and no Brandon Clark, players who play the three and the four. So we've seen Anderson's minutes go from 23, 21, 22 to 31 and 30 and and 33. He's, He's up and down for sure but he is getting some extra minute boost. In the games in his last four where he played 31, he had 18 and 11 with three blocks. And then last game, he had 19, 8 and 6 in 30 minutes. There was a 20-minute game in there, a blowout against the Wolves. There was a 25-minute game in there where he racked up some defensive stats against the Sixers. But you see when the minutes push up, which they do normally with Clark and Winslow out, we're seeing increased production from uh, Kyle Anderson. I think we view him as around a 30 fantasy point per game producer. I am not holding my breath for Jaron Jackson ever returning or Justice Winslow ever being good. Anderson should lock in at a 27 to 29 minute a night role, although there will be variations in that. But he is playing a little bit over his head at the moment. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football and college basketball are over, but we're still rolling in the NBA. We're still rolling in the NHL. And Bet Online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website, betonline.ag, and you or use your mobile device to sign up today using our promo code LOCKEDON and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online are your online sportsbook experts. Let's go on to the last player on this list, and that is Chris Paul, who is in points leagues averaging 48 points per game over his last three. The 12th ranked player from Chris Paul, averaging 18 and 12 assists. There's your number, 12 assists. He's averaging 8.8 this season. So that's almost four additional assists per game. So you're talking five fantasy points, six fantasy points extra per game. And there's your difference. He's also averaging 2.3 steals, which is up from 1.5. So there's another 2.5 points. So you're talking... Eight fantasy point difference by that weird bump in assists and steals. And that's that's the difference. So Paul, who's averaging 48 now, I think we look at him as a 39-point per game guy. When those assists come back down to the nine mark, which is, again, is and it's one of those conundrums. Again, nine is still really good. 1.7 steals is still really good. Maybe he can maintain two steals. That, that's a possibility. 
But those assists, we haven't really seen that as much from Paul this year. He's had 14, 12, and 11 in the last three games. The three games prior to that, he had 8, 1, and 8. Um, He hasn't been that big double-digit assist guy as often as he's been in the past, so I do think there's going to be some level of regression here from Chris Paul. Guys, that'll do it for me. Don't forget to follow on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and on Spotify, and on YouTube. Hit the subscribe button, hit the notification bell, give a thumbs up, and leave your comments down below, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.